Well, it's going to be an interesting choice tonight to watch television. Are you going to watch the American political debate? Or are you going to turn off your television, unplug it, and never turn it on again? There'll be some people who are voting for the latter. Uh, It's been a bizarre campaign, to say the least, although they say the interest in this debate tonight could top any debate since televised debates began back in 1960. My next guest is a very distinguished professor of history at American University in Washington and has correctly predicted every U.S. presidential election for the past 30 years. And uh, Professor Alan Lickman joins me this morning. Professor, a pleasure to talk to you this morning. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. I know there's been an incredible amount of media interest in this. And how many how many of these have you done over the last couple of weeks? Oh, I can't even count. <laughs> you know, they keep coming in. Every time I get on my email, I get three more requests. And you're I don't even, even know who, who half of them are. I know. They're from all over the world. You're, you're from where? And you'll be looking it up on the globe somewhere. Now... Uh, But, Professor, you're even trending on Facebook because you're making a prediction. Other people um, who have been quote-unquote pundits for years uh, have shied away from this because they see this as such a, I don't know, an enigma of an election. First of all, how have you predicted since 1984? What what have you used to make your predictions? Yes, I'm an historian, and my prediction system is called the Keys to the White House. The book is in the sixth edition. It's called Predicting the Next President. And my system is based upon a study retrospectively of every American presidential election since the election of Lincoln in 1860 to the election of Reagan in 1980. I worked this out in 1981. And it's guided by the theory that elections for president are primarily referenda on the performance of the party holding the White House. And through my historical study, I came up with 13 key factors gauging the strength and performance of the party holding the White House today, the Democrats, of course. Right. And I came up with a decision rule. If six of those 13 keys go against the party in power, they lose. That held throughout from 1860 to 1980, and it has since held for all eight elections from 1984 through 2012. I don't use polls, and I certainly don't listen to the pundits who are wrong half the time. You might as well flip a coin. Yep. And are you in any way, shape, or form affiliated with either political party? Absolutely not. And this is the nice thing about my predictions. I've made nine, five Democrats, four Republicans. That is as close as you could get absolute equality. I have my own political views, yeah. but you know, the hardest thing in being a forecaster, it's not knowing history, it's not knowing politics, although you've got to know all that. It's taking your own personal ideology out of your forecasting, out of my calls on the keys. How soon, or how early, do you generally make these predictions? I mean, how much time after we know who the two contenders, and let's be honest, it basically is just the two contenders. How soon after we know who they are can you make your prediction? Yes. You know, most of the time I've made my prediction before we even know who the contenders are. In the last two elections, I made my predictions years ahead of time. In, in, for the 2012 election, 
I made my prediction that Obama would get reelected in 2010. And I got into a huge fight the next year with Nate Silver, who said, you can't make predictions so early. We've got to wait for the polls. And I said, I don't use polls, and I'm going to be right. So this election coming this late is very unusual because this is the most unusual election in modern American history, the most difficult one to puzzle out. If I hear you correctly, what you're saying is that in years past, you've been able to predict based on trends, based on issues, based on people's feelings, and less on the personalities. But has that turned it on its head this time around? That's right. Typically, I've based it on analysis of the performance of the party in power. Right. And right now, that was a hard one to puzzle. But, you know, it's an open seat, which is always tough for the party in power. That's one of my keys. And right now, I find the incumbent party, the Democrats, have lost six keys, just enough to predict their defeat. But unusually, and maybe unique in history, you can't factor out the candidates at this time, because in Donald Trump, you have an absolutely historically path-breaking, precedent-shattering candidates. He has said any one of a dozen things that would have driven any other candidate out of the race. He's the only candidate in our history to invite a foreign power, a hostile one in this case, Russia, to meddle in our elections. He has twice suggested the possibility of violence against his political opponent. He has no history of public service, and instead a history of enriching himself at the expense of others. Bankruptcies, the Trump Institute, the Trump Foundation. Uh, we saw because he is so pathbreaking, and, and he's a, a serial fabricator. He makes things up as he goes along, most recently saying, Lester Holt's going to be against me because he's a Democrat. Well, Lester Holt's a registered Republican, you know, time and time again. So we have two historical forces clashing here. On the one hand, my system, which has worked retrospectively since 1980 and prospectively since 1984 says this is a bad year for the incumbent Democrats. They should lose. A generic Republican would certainly win. But on the other hand, we have the historical force of Donald Trump, who is anything but a generic Republican. You've also got a bit of a historic uh, personage in, in Hillary Clinton in that you've got, although there has never been any kind of conviction or anything of the sort, but there have been investigations into the email scandal, into Benghazi, into a, a couple of other things. Again, in years past, those kinds of things, those kinds of uncertainties might well have negated her, her candidacy. Right, but I, I already took that into account. Okay. Uh, in my system, she should be losing, except Donald Trump may well snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, which is why debates never matter. I've never made my prediction, you know, based on debates. I've always made them long before, as I said, right. even the candidates are picked. But given the two historical forces that are clashing here, a history situation that should be against the party in power, and a history-shattering, challenging candidate, the debates could matter for the first time this year. So is it safe to say you're predicting a Republican win? Maybe. I am predicting a Republican win, and for the first time in 30 years, I'm putting an asterisk on it. But the system says Republican, and this will be the sternest test of the system 
ever. Can the system work even with a history-shattering candidate? Remember, I'm not a psychic. I'm not looking in a crystal ball. My uh, predictions are based on patterns that have held for over 150 years, but, you know, we live in a human society and patterns can change. Professor, a pleasure. Thanks for this. Uh, great, uh, great chat, and uh, I appreciate it considering the number of uh, interview requests you've had. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me this morning. My pleasure. Got to run. Take yep. care. Take care. Professor Alan Lickman from American University in Washington, D.C., has accurately predicted the uh, winner of every election for the past 30 years and went back and tested it, and it's worked all the way back to the 1800s.